awesome listeners to Keeping Up With The Nerds Variety Hour, hosted by Renee Bravo and Brian Quevedo. If you are a new listener of the show, please follow us on our socials on Instagram at Keeping With The Nerds and Twitter at Keeping With Nerd. Our podcasts are recorded in Whittier, California, and are posted on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts every Wednesday at 1130. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Just press the recording. I did already, but you go. always yell at me when I do it. <laughs> go, you're starting. You're, you, guys, you guys are very terrible. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Jesus. As producer, I demand you to start talking and make funny. Make, fu- <laughs> make with the funny. <laughs> make with the funny. Chuck, I feel Chuck. like I feel like that's like some like overweight <laughs> dude. <laughs> just like he's just eating something and he's like like watching a stage and like make with the funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what before when we first started i i really i felt like we evolved because it's essentially been like we used to just start recording yeah. and you used to just surprise me like, oh yeah we're recording yeah and you just get me on these random rants now at this point i don't even care so it's like as soon as you just say like oh we're recording i just say like whatever happens like whatever i'm just gonna say whatever bothers me at this point you know whatever's in my mind did something bother you no actually yeah speaking of that <laughs> so i was looking through facebook to talk about like what we can talk yeah. about we've got our we got our topics for today yes um but essentially there was an ign article that came out seven hours ago and i, sh- I don't know why facebook like filters things the way it does for mm-hmm. me this came out seven hours ago, and it was a review for episode five, and I'm looking at it. A Falcon Winter Soldier? Yeah, okay. and I'm, like, confused and slightly peeved off of this because <laughs> they gave it a seven out of ten. IGN? Yeah. Didn't they give the last episode nine? Yes. So here's the reason why. A lack of development in the Falcon and Winter Soldier's plot at this late stage feels like poor pacing and maybe a sign it will struggle with its finale, even if it succeeds in being a thoughtful examination of the MCU's best sidekicks. The Falcon and Winter Soldier slams on the story breaks for its penintulum episode, allowing for an examination of central protagonists' journey with the level of death they deserve, 7 out of 10. Here's my issue with this. It's like you're not allowed because it oh my god see this is why i hate when websites or people review episode by episode sure but don't get me wrong yeah. you're allowed to have you know your mm-hmm. take on certain things yeah but sometimes it feels like when they write stuff they really want to be different than whenever than what everyone else is saying yeah and this is what that felt like mm-hmm. i should have sent you an article a couple days ago I think it was GameSpot that came out with an article. I forget who wrote it, but I, I know this one pissed me off too. Um, this this guy that was writing it um, basically said that Space Jam 2 would inevitably fail in a way because it relies way too much on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And at what point are movies going to stop using elements like that mm-hmm. and be more original? I think that's kind of how it was no, worded. No, I, I think I saw that one Um and I kind of agree with that, especially with. Did you the, read the article? I don't think I read it, but I think I was like, I was looking at it, and then I was kind of like, when it got to that point, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much how yeah, I feel. Yeah, the guy sounded pretentious. <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. But I do see what he means when it comes to the whole throwing nostalgia at you. Sure. Where I mean, at, I think we got a peak of that at Ready Player One, where basically they it was nothing but filled with like homages and also 
like little things that obviously you you had to be a kid for around in the late 80s or early 90s and stuff like that. But Ready Player One was good. No, it was good. But I'm just that's what I'm saying is like it looks like Looney Tunes, not Looney Tunes, Space Jam 2 is trying to still be successful using that element for mm-hmm. its own movie where we already had the movie like that. I think wasn't that last week that I made that exact point? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost positive I made yeah. that exact point. Where like yeah, Warner Brothers is still cashing in on that whole nostalgia thing. Yeah, where they just where they literally had exactly the same mm-hmm. like shot of the DeLorean with the Iron Giant running behind it. That like, was another thing too, Iron Giant. I think that's what really kind of like makes people mad is like like okay, we had Iron Giant already like stop trying to cash in on Iron Giant. So the I, after we had that episode, after we recorded that episode over the weekend, yeah. I watched the Ready Player One again. Oh, Ready Player One. Okay. And I, I forgot how much I love that movie. The movie's so good. It's so great. And I, I was rewatching it again, and I completely forgot that there's so much like 80s love. Yeah. That the DeLorean has Kit's red lights in the yes. front. Yeah. And I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. And I told my fiance, I'm like, oh, I. I did I tell you that that was like a, a thing? She's like, yeah, you told me like several times <laughs> when we first watched the movie. I'm like, well, cause I freaking love it. I've always loved movie cars. Movie yeah. cars are my thing. Yeah. You know, kit from Knight Rider, the DeLorean, mm-hmm. Starchy and Huss, the, uh, is it like a challenger? I think it is mm-hmm. with the orange. It's the orange and the, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the flag. Which we will not speak of. No, that's, uh, that's Duke, Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. So then, which one is that's, uh, that's General? Not, that's not Starsky and Hutch. That's, that's the General Lee. General the General Lee, Lee is uh, what was it? Is Dukes of Hazzard. Dukes of Hazzard. My bad. Yeah. That one. Uh, and then the Batmobiles, obviously. Come oh on. yeah, Batmobiles. Come on, yeah. Who doesn't love the Batmobiles? Yes. And Wonder Woman's invisible jet, which that we got to just see always looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a really packed episode for today. Say it's very marvelous. Change of pace for once. (laughs) Wow. Just as a point of reference, it's a Ford Gran Torino. That's what it was? A Ford Gran Torino for Starsky and Hutch. For Starsky and Hutch. Oh, it's a Gran Torino. Yeah, it's a Gran Torino. It's a red Gran Torino. Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. With like white, not racing stripes, but it's kind of like, I don't know. They're like. It's got like a white white streak. It's more of a white accent mark. There white, you go. White accent lights. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Hello, citizens. Welcome to Keeping Up with Nerds Variety Hour. Coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California. Aiming to be Whittier's number one podcast of all things nerdy. I'm your host, Renee. And this is Brian. And welcome, welcome to the, the show. show. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> you were just like, I, was like, I was literally in a trance. <laughs> it's okay. We all been there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just a quick little, you know, little, little kind of explanation of what's going on over here. So if you have not listened to issue, was it 43? 43. Excellent. This is 44. 44. Wow. Going to hit that 45. And almost a 50. Uh, So. We're middle age. Yes. (laughs) We should be having a midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully, I mean, we're, we've been we've been doing so well with this. Mm. Come on, this is where it throws out its hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, if you have not listened to issue forty three, we had a big announcement. Pretty much, we are expanding, not in terms of recording space, but in yeah. terms of how we are branding yeah. our entire project. Because you know, as you know, for our longtime listeners, you guys already know our journey and how we started yeah. this and where we want to head to. But if you're new to this. Uh, we have basically had this, you know, dream of making this into something, not yeah. necessarily like profitable or anything. That's, no. you know, a hope, 
but we want to grow this as much as we can. And we decided to expand our team and bring in Nick Valero, who mm-hmm. will be our producer for today. Yeah, I keep interjecting, and I shouldn't be because they yelled at me first before we started. <laughs> yeah. They no, keep... we, don't, we don't yell at you. Why I would do. you yell at you? You guys I keep bringing guns into the room, and I'm very scared. <laughs> I don't understand why. They should. They shouldn't really scare you if you keep doing your job, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so pretty and much. You haven't given me an answer if they're loaded. You haven't given me the answer. <laughs> Just keep uh, doing what you're doing. <laughs> we'll find out. So pretty much the way that we're gonna keep running this podcast, yeah. it's gonna still be a two man show. You know, it'll change up between Renee and I, or Renee and Nick, or Nick and I. However, it's gonna be right. Um, but because we have added an extra person, now we have the benefit of having a producer who will be managing the information as we keep going, helping with time management. And, you know, if we need some more content while the show's going, that's the job of the producer. Yeah. So Nick will be overwatching everything. And, you know, every couple of times he'll interject and stuff like that. But you're still going to have a two man show with the exception of next week, because next week is going to be a pretty big episode. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we'll announce that at the end. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so the show is going to basically run with two people. Like, it's always been the last, like, 44 issues, 43 issues, mm-hmm. um, but with a producer now who will help us out. So just keep your eyes and ears open, guys, you know. And the now because we have a third person, I have to start changing up the thumbnails. One. Yes. Because on the thumbnails that I have on YouTube, it's basically like you know how it's like a uh, comic oh, book cover format. Yeah, yeah. Behind, a little behind the scenes for you guys. Yeah, exactly. This is how we make thumbnails. Oh, I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Brian makes a thumbnail. Well, on the thumbnails, it says you know my name and Brian's name on it. Now. Yeah, and so yeah. because you were introduced in issue forty three, it says. Renee Bravo, Brian Quevedo, and Nick Valero on there. Oh, yeah. so do I have to take a bunch of like goofy photos now so that way I can be put at the bottom of thumbnails? On oh. the video thumbnails. <laughs> which, video. Oh, no, actually, yes. Yeah, we need to do, this we need to do that before we after leave. Record, yeah, yeah, we need we to take a whole bunch of goofy photos and yeah, just go pointing at stuff. Yeah, yeah like, a stuff, <laughs> like a crazy person. Whatever. Like a crazy person. Do the Home Alone. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. By the way, speaking of Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah. Okay, so biggest. So like, I found out about this too. My girlfriend was like, I was like, wait, what? I was like, <laughs> she goes, Did you know about this? All the news that we had on the docket, and you guys went with Macaulay Culkin first. <laughs> That's like, how we do it on this show. Brian, like, go ahead. You guys went with Macaulay yeah. Culkin. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, it was weird because I didn't know. No one knew this was a thing. Right? You said you didn't know. I didn't know at all. Okay. So I found this out, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday, because one of my coworkers was like, what? Macaulay Culkin or whatever, how you pronounce his name? And Brenda Song's had a baby together? If you guys don't know Brenda Song, she was a famous... Is still famous, but was uh, was known yeah was known on Disney Channel on Sweet Life of was Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and also Wendy Wu the Homecoming the home, Warrior yeah. <laughs> yeah she's uh, London Tipton yes that's that was her role that yeah. she was most famous for yeah. and then she was that's it after that huh that was it uh, uh I'll I'll hit you up with that okay because I wasn't expecting Macaulay Culkin to be the first thing we <laughs> went <on>. uh, already <laughs> all right got this Ray get Macaulay Culkin well. Uh, no, I didn't even think you were going to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Don't so, start dropping things. Sorry, I had to weird. switch over the computer to Nick because he is the technical producer. Yeah, for today. For today. So, yeah, it no was like computer. a weird bit, right? Yeah. That she was just like, that they completely Hold announced on, this it. this is really weird. I have no computer now. <laughs> and I'm like looking at you. Like, I have to you look get at to you. interact with you. I have to more. interact with yeah. you and lock this is, eyes. This is a different thing for us. <laughs> just like right. the world wasn't ready for Brenda Songs and Macaulay Culkin to <laughs> That's show a good off segue. a kid, right? It. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was weird, was it not? Yeah, it was weird. Like, the weird. announcement just came out. I think that people knew that they were dating, mm-hmm. but I don't think anyone paid attention to it until they, like, formally announced Basically, it. Basically, yeah. I and, think I think I remember hearing about them dating, and it just went over my head. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, oh, we have a kid now. What? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I was streaming the ghost right yeah. in front of me. He's like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> no, but it was, like, super weird, It was right? weird. It was weird. It, good for them, honestly. Hey, yeah. Good for them because... You know. I mean, there hasn't been there been some like controversy with Macaulay Culkin. So Macaulay Culkin has been th- through some crap, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, for both dealing with his family and stuff like that at an early age. You know, he had to get he was legally emancipated from his parents and stuff. He also dealt with like I want to say drugs. I don't. Well, that know. was because they they stole all of his money. Yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, they stole all of his money. But then wasn't he also into drugs as well too? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was yeah. hardcore. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, also if you take into the fact that he's a child, that he was a child star. He was a child star. Yeah, in the eighties, they, they, they all kind of turn out bad. Yeah, yeah. So but, yeah, so that's the thing. And then you know he dealt with that. He also, I think he also dated me, Mia Kunis from Mila that, Kunis. Yeah, from that seventy show. They dated mm-hmm. for a little bit, uh, just for a little bit. Was so, it? it yes. So yeah. Brenda Song, she started in a TV show called Thunder Alley. Uh, she is. Uh, she started showing up in Phil of the Future. She did oh. a lot of stuff in Disney for a while, like the Disney Channel stars, A Dream and the Wish, she, Heart Makes. Uh, she was in American Dragon, apparently. Oh, did so she voice? She okay. voices a cheerleader named Tracy in American Dragon. American Wendy, Dragon. Wendy Wu, uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, she didn't do a whole lot between the two. Th- Actually, she's had pretty. I was gonna say, I think she's, she's been busy. Like TV she's, roles. She's actually been busy. She does like a lot of like little tiny roles. Mm-hmm. She has like one or two slots for every okay. year. So okay. she's been busy. Uh, the latest thing she's been doing though is Amphilbia. Amphilbia. Bia. It's mm-hmm. TV shorts. It's oh, TV okay. short. Okay. And nice. then Love Accidentally uh, is in post-production. So it should be coming out next year. Oh, yeah. It. So that's pretty interesting that she's been keeping busy yeah. all this time, you know. No, it's it's great, I honestly. Know. Yeah. She hasn't she hasn't had the success that she did when she was on, like, Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that she is keeping, like, these, these like, shorts and stuff like that. Like, she's having them for, like, three or four years. So, I mean, yeah. it's a solid career. Cool, solid cool. Career. All right. All right. So enough of that. I don't know why. <laughs> why did I start I talking just... about Macaulay Culkin? Because we were, oh man. Because you're weird? <laughs> no, it was like something abruptly happened and we were thinking of, oh man, I do not. I have to look, listen back to this episode <laughs> that now. completely threw me it, off. It really did too. I, I don't know why. It's like he just came up to my head. I was like, why yeah, sure. Talk about Macaulay Culkin? No, oh, I'm, being okay, serious, I'm, being, I'm being serious. As producer, you literally just looked at him and went, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> that is laugh. what happened. I'm that is that's what how happened. Literally, we just brought in Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah. I think it just astounded me. Like, I'm still like in shock about that news when I found out. Because, because we it, talked about what bothers you. Mm-hmm. 
And that's then, what I'm telling you. Yeah. He legitimately just went. It's it, like he had a brain blast of Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this let's podcast for you right there. <laughs> All right. So pretty much uh, we are straying away from Warner Brothers. Yes. For because what we had it in the last like five weeks or so. Yeah. Because yeah. they came out with King Kong versus Godzilla. Then they came out with um, Space Jam trailer. Space Jam Mortal trailer, Kombat trailer. Oh, the Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder just, cut. Yeah. Zack Snyder cut. That's so they've been taking over this podcast for a few months now. But Renee, we're going back. Renee, we're going to mm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. again. Why? Why are we going back, Renee? <laughs> we totally left Disney behind. I know, and we did the Falcon Winter Soldier video already. So why are we going back? Because basically Sony Pictures and Marvel okay. have both announced. Oh, not announced, but they already announced it. But basically they came out with an article that both... Uh, well, was his, what's his name? Alfred. Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina mm-hmm. has said that he is coming back to, as his character from Doc Ock, the 2004 Spider-Man movie, as Doc Ock in the new Spider-Man movie, Far From, was it? No, from, no, no Way Home. No, no Way, way home. home. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So we already knew this news because I think we spoke about it in one of our previous issues. Yeah. He was just, conf- the actor was confirmed to be a Doc Ock. Yes, we didn't know which one, yeah. and then Jamie Foxx was also confirmed to be Electro, and then we were just assuming that he was going to be Electro from the Amazing Spider-Man movies right. with, um, what's his name? Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. No, yeah. not Tom. Oh, with uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Andrew Garfield. So that was confirmed, or not confirmed, but that was like what was led to be assumed, mm-hmm. and then today... As of recording on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, there was an article that came out by Variety where they were interviewing him, and he himself confirmed that, yeah. yes, he is going to be playing a Doc Ock from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. Why is that big news? Because it's finally confirmed mm-hmm. and we can start piecing things yeah. together left and right. Mm-hmm. We can kind of get a little bit of an assumption of what might be going on over here mm-hmm. and probably head into the right direction. You, when I told you this piece of news, you were confident in saying like, yeah, no, totally. Like we kind of understand now what Mm -hmm. might happen and all this other stuff. But keep in mind when Marvel records and you know, when they do their production, they keep everything under wraps. That's the thing. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, do you want to start off with this? Like, what are your thoughts on him confirming this? I think because we talked, we mentioned this a little bit before when we came in today and I think I said that like, oh yeah, basically, yeah, they're confirming that like villains are in it, but they still have yet to confirm Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield in it. That could be because they want to keep that as a surprise, which is fair to to assume, and that's a fair thing. That nine times out of ten, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm, but I said, well, what if they're just doing the villains and nothing else? That we're just getting basically the villains in here. Okay, so I came in and kind of. Like, not shut down that idea, because yeah. it's not a terrible idea, but it basically said that because of that interview, where mm-hmm. he simply said, this Doc Ock is going to take place, or he's, like we said, the Sam Raimi film mm-hmm. from Spider-Man 2, his story is going to leave off right after he falls into the river. Mm-hmm. Because the Variety article basically said that, well, he's dead, right? So how is he supposed to come back? Yeah. His response to that was like, I mean, does anyone really die in this universe? Mm-hmm. So it's his story right after he fell in the river, assuming that he died from there, mm-hmm. right? So if they were just bringing in the characters, like the villains, like you said, mm-hmm. and these guys were just going to play villains from the respective movies, but they weren't necessarily from those universes, mm-hmm. sure, but I don't see that fitting, especially with the way this interview went. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just came, and I was just thinking about those scenes with both Electro and Doc Ock right now. You can, they can have it where like maybe Peter, uh, from Tom Holland's Peter, maybe finds a way to like open portals in different dimensions or something like that. So like something happened on his end. And then basically when we see, they could reshoot basically Doc Ock falling in that river a portal opens right behind him and sucks him in, right? Well, we already know that yeah. uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character is in this movie yeah. as well. Yeah. That he signed off and mm-hmm. said, yes, I will be at No Way Home mm-hmm. on this, in you know, as mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Okay. So there is this idea mm-hmm. that the multiverse exists, mm-hmm. right? This brings into question, though, like, why are they going to have just these specific villains but not anything else? Why so? It, yeah. It's weird, right? It that they're is. only bringing in Doc Ock and Electro. Also, and then I mean, like those those are the ones that they're willingly to confirm. That's another thing as well, too. Disney's good mm-hmm. at hiding things. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I feel like a lot of people forget. Yeah. So, what about if instead of that, because they did say they were going to be bringing the in the interview, he does say that they go back and they are going to make him younger. And everything like that because oh, he yeah, said he was wearing the he was wearing the um was it the dots and everything like that the dots i have like, not seen that CG, movie forever oh that's no, right the cgi, to, dots. To CG, yes. the CGI oh, yeah, yeah. dots to make him younger yeah so he, uh, that's what they were saying so what about if a portal opens in the middle of the fight hmm. so the essentially fight so essentially what you're getting is instead of him dying it's him getting like in the middle during of the that, fight during that time yeah. during that time Doc Ock gets sucked in through a portal with Peter and it's like oh shit mm-hmm. now we have now we're in a different universe what do we do now mm-hmm. you also have to bring into consideration that there was a third movie right after that one so if you're taking a character away from the second one and then saying hey, he's coming into this one are we just going to ignore the fact that Spider-Man 3 was a thing yes would so you want to yeah because yeah, I mean, Sam Raimi has said on record that he wished the Spider-Man universe would continue. Mm-hmm. He said it before. Yeah. He wanted a Spider-Man 4. Yeah. They just didn't allow him to have it because Spider-Man 3 wasn't yeah. as successful as like the they other two. And the studio said, you know what? We're not totally going to do this anymore. Well, right? Sam, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man actually did become true because that was with the Vulture. That was supposed to be the main villain. Yeah. Was the Vulture. In Spider-Man 4? Yes, yeah, sir. It was supposed to open actually also with uh, the Rhino. Myst- no, Mysterio, wasn't it? It was supposed to be uh, Bruce it, Campbell. Was supposed, it was supposed to be, be Bruce Campbell as Mysterio, yeah. and then the main villain was going to be the Vulture, and I think Rhino. Mm-hmm. They were going to introduce the Rhino. This is starting to kind of. I, I kind of have a feeling that the way Disney's approaching this, in terms of, should we say Disney or should we say Sony? Because I think hand- it could be both. both? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it, see here's here. Uh, you know what? Let me look up how exactly they're distributing. Well, okay. that's, yeah, see the order because I know there's also because we have the Doctor Strange movie, and that's being directed by Sam Raimi. <gasps> so I'm trying to figure out what movie comes first, and they're wrapping up filming as we'll talk about later. Uh, this you think week. this is done on purpose? I All the information absolutely. that's coming out, mm-hmm. so that way people are having. But people are smart on the internet. They are, they're able yeah. to piece things together because okay, because they this uh, shouldn't shock me. Did they that you stop? Said, yeah, well, sorry. Did they stop filming for? Are they finished filming for Spider Man? Are they still filming? They that? they're filming for I, it. I thought it was post production right now. 
Mm. Like they're doing like a lot of like action scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, like they'd already they'd already finished up a okay, lot of different okay. stuff. It was a lot more stunt work. So I think Spider Man's supposed to. So if that's the case, Spider Man's supposed to come out first, then then Doctor Strange. Okay, right? let me say this. Okay, because the fact that you said Sam Raimi is directing, mm-hmm. did he direct the original Doctor Strange movie? No, that no. was someone else. Okay, so here, why is that shocking to me? <laughs> I should have heard about this. Yeah. That, that happened a while ago. Yeah, you're not. No, that happened a while ago. Yeah, yeah, that the Multiverse of Madness movie is being directed by like Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Yeah, the same director that did the other Spider-Man yes. movie, yeah. the one that are highly regarded now because all of a sudden, so, our nostalgia is making us love those movies. So there could be also that that way of bringing in Doc Ock as well too, because that was actually what that wasn't that. Sam Raimi's favorite movie to direct was the Doc Ock movie. The second one. The second one. Yeah, yeah, that one's like highly regarded as the better Spider-Man movie out of the three. Yeah. The uh, director of um, what was it? Uh, Doctor Strange one was Scott Derrickson. Scott yeah. Derrickson. He's the one that did uh, Sinister Two, Deliver Us from Evil, Devil's Knot, Sinister, The Devil, The Day the Earth Stood Still. So he has like a huge portfolio of like horror. Okay. What about Sam Raimi's uh, uh, record? Sam Raimi. Well, he uh-huh. did. He did Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Yeah, he has like a lot of Drag Me to Hell. And they said that this Doctor, Sh- the second Doctor Strange movie, is going to be weird, a it's, lot yeah. darker. Yeah, in well, the sense that it's more of a horror. Is what I. It, it's so weird no, because all these these think, pieces of information are just kind of like the all thing, over the place. Well, the thing is that when uh, they had first said that they were going to be making Doctor Strange, they said that it was going to be a horror film. Mm-hmm. That was in the very beginning. Oh really? Uh, at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Then a year later, when they started doing the marketing, they were just like, "It has scary elements. It's not a horror film." For the second or first one? For the first one. Mm. And in this one, I think they were just kind of going more with those like those trippy kind of vibes and everything like that. Because yeah. Sam Raimi. I did say I did remember hearing they said, ma, ma, "Was it the madness of something?" Multiverse of madness. Multiverse of madness, madness. is going to be very weird. Mm-hmm. I know that. Basically. Okay. Can we? start to piece together things here. Yeah. Because a lot of this information is very, very strange to me. Mm-hmm. So we have Sam Raimi directing the Multiverse of Madness. Right. We have Alfred confirming in an interview that he is essentially playing Doc Ock from the second Spider-Man movie. This is his confirmation saying that this is him, mm-hmm. right? And then we get teases left and right from Disney saying that No Way Home is going to be a third movie of Spy- uh, the Tom Holland Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like all over the place with the way that they announced the title. Yeah. And then actually, we even, huh? Do you want his quote? Do you want his quote of what he said about the, about the movie? Please. He yeah, said, when we were shooting it, we were all under orders not to talk about it because it was supposed to be some great big secret, Melina says, with a laugh during the interview. Uh, promises the young w- woman, but you know, it's all over the internet. I actually described myself as the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Mm. I don't buy that. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't. Here's here's my thing though. Yeah. If they would yell at the Hulk <laughs> for messing up at a premiere, yeah. How how much trouble do you think Alfred Molina would get in for just oh, saying just for just, confirming? That just confirming. Yeah. Why would they allow him to have an interview? He, oh yeah, was he promoting? What I think he's promoting something else. Yeah. Let me make sure. I mean, obviously, you're gonna have a person, person if he's promoting something now. But the thing is, you hear rumors. You're gonna have person 
a per, an interviewer mention of future projects. That's what they kept doing for Ben Affleck when he did was it Batman versus Superman and then Justice League moving forward. He was doing another movie called something The Night or something he like that. He is which are, he was promoting a movie called Promising Young Woman. He's in that That's, movie. Yeah, that was why Alfred Molina on the first time he read Promising Young Woman. Oh, that's wow. why. That's what he was promoting when uh, Vanity Fair talked to him. So, regardless of it, this is a written article. It still has to get okayed from Marvel. Yeah, and they allowed this to be okayed. This is wait. Where, how long ago was that interview though? If it was this for came out promise, today, I think no. But if that that's the thing, if he did this interview, Promising Young Woman's been out for a little bit. So there could have been a time where they did this interview and they had to hold it for a bit. Mm -hmm. So then why release the information now? Because I guess it's closer to wrapping up. And then I think they've seen that fans are now putting pieces together. That still doesn't make any sense, though. That's Disney or Marvel for you. (laughs) It's it's just the timing does not feel... Something's weird about this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like That's why... This article—it feels weird that he's doing that for for promising young woman. Like I said, that movie's been out for a month now. That doesn't matter, really. If it's only been out for a month, I mean, not only that, but I mean, not only has it been out for a month, mm-hmm. but I mean, getting like traffic mm-hmm. and having interviews—yeah, like that doesn't just last the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Like that could lead into like a month. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but also with COVID. It, it, it like you would want people continuously doing interviews to remind people that it's in the movie theater. Well, when they do that, because I've noticed that when they do interviews for, uh, what is it? They did it for like WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier and stuff like that. It's all like Zoom calls and stuff. And I noticed mm-hmm. that whenever those interviews come out, they're still wearing the same thing because it's all taken in one day. They're doing like multiple different interviews. Oh yeah, no, it's day. not like a it's not like yeah. a twenty minute thing. No, no that's yeah. like hours. Yeah, like, you're doing hours in one day. day, and they're still sitting there like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ask any actor. That's mm-hmm. like the worst. That's like the worst part. Especially during COVID. That sucks. Dude. Mm-hmm. Just sitting at your desk and just doing nothing. Yeah. And just being asked the same mundane questions over and over again. All right, Ernie. Give me your best prediction as to what's happening here. Because oh we're getting, it, to me, it kind of feels like at this point, it, Marvel has played with us in phases one, two, and three. Yeah. With like misinformation and just not releasing anything. And even so, the actors have said yeah. that some of the stuff that they film. It's not the scenes that they think that they're filming. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I, I forget who quoted it, but essentially they said that the funeral scene for Captain or for Iron Man, mm-hmm. they thought it was a wedding yeah. and it wasn't. It mm-hmm. was the funeral, right? Right. So yeah. now we're getting this kind of like, we're getting little bits and pieces of information coming out little by little. Yeah. Where do you think this is headed? Because we also had the Loki trailer come out with more information and mm-hmm. Black Widow's coming out. Mm-hmm. I think like a couple. July. Yeah, July, a couple months from now. So that's the thing to predict how this movie is going to be. We also have to remember how the last movie ended where Peter Parker had his identity revealed by, by uh, Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing. And I'm trying to, with all these different characters that are mentioned or rumored to be in and stuff like that, it's hard to pinpoint how this movie is going to be because I don't know if they're going to like dwell on the whole Peter Parker has his identity exposed because it seems like that's going to be like a first act kind of thing. And it's just going to, they're going to write that off right away. And then just, we're going to get into something else because we have these different characters, which I kind of think I'm kind of getting a little bit more scared about this movie because it feels like it might have too much in it. Too many elements, too many elements. And that's what always hurts a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. 
Spider-Man know. 3, Spider- and then Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, you're right, because Spider-Man 3 was the Venom symbiote, and then they had Sandman Man, in there. Yeah, and then Goblin, uh, Harry, Harry Osborn's Goblin. Yeah, yeah, and that's why that movie failed. Mm-hmm. In a, not failed, but it didn't It, it didn't do well. well. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other thing with that is um, Sam Raimi didn't want to do it. Oh, that's he didn't thing. want he didn't want Goblin and he also didn't want Venom. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that he yeah, didn't. Want. He just wanted Sandman. He just wanted Sandman. That was it. Because he that's why if you ever watch Spider Man three, Sandman has like such a great and it's a beautiful character arc, and then it just feels like the was it Green Goblin and um, Venom are just kind of rushed. Like you just go and they're yeah. Because okay, I know that it's it, it was the studio that was pushing the new Goblin. And then the fans technically did want a Venom in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the studio was like, well, the fans want this as well, too. So is there any way that you can implement Venom in it? That'd they put great. their hands in something that they shouldn't yeah. have, essentially. Yes. But the studio was pushing, like, no, we have to have a new Goblin. Like, put in a new Goblin in this one. So now that you've said that basically you feel like this movie is going to have too many elements in there, yeah. you kind of feel, I kind of want to scratch this point a little bit more, that they're just going to be using Doc Ock as like a one piece at the beginning and throw him away and Jamie Foxx will come in and then be thrown away. That could be it too. That could be like where there's just, again, they're just capitalizing on these characters just appearing and then fans just coming in and see it and stuff and just being like, Oh, okay. And then like, obviously what, or maybe like Doc Ock comes in and then next, you know, Electro comes in and then, you know, by the beginning or second half of the movie, We'll have Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland like meet each other. Okay. Let me throw an idea out for you. Okay? So, remember, I think it is the scenes in Rogue One where they used, like, um, certain scenes of uh, pilots in the X-Wings from the original movie to mm-hmm. just kind of, like, place in uh, because the actors just couldn't act those yeah. scenes anymore? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, let me throw this idea out. What if they're slowly developing a kind of like sinister, uh, sinister six, mm-hmm. right? By bringing in Electro, by bringing in Doc Ock. What if we don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal probably signed up on here? That's that's another right, thing and too, he's yeah. reprising his role as Mysterio yeah. towards the end, essentially. Yeah, where he's saying like, you know, oh, he's in jail, he's incarcerated. Oh no, because he died. Oh, we think he died. Yeah. But he's not actually dead. Mm-hmm. Plus, Mysterio can be played by anyone else, right? Because they're taking his technology, essentially, mm-hmm. at the end of the and Far Vul- From Home. Vulture's still alive because it's Michael Keaton. And, and he's, he's yes. just he, in jail. Yeah, he's just in jail. And then also they were, not hinting, but they implemented Scorpion in here as well, too. Sinister so Six. It could be just they that's formed. A Sinister a, Six. Yeah, that's it? the thing. That could be how they're bringing in Sinister Six. Just, okay. Okay, it's like, okay, well, we don't want to bring in a new Doc Ock. Let's just bring in everyone's favorite Doc Ock. Now, do you want to spend that money to keep recreating? Oh, but I mean, they could just use Sinister Six for one movie and then throw them away afterwards. That's it. You know, and that's something that Sony has been pushing for so long is a Sinister Six movie. So let's let, let's keep on with this mm-hmm. idea. They are making a Sinister Six. We have Mysterio. We have Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. We have Electro. There we have go. Vulture. And we have Scorpion. Who's your six? Craven mm. the Hunter. Oh, how much fun no. would it be? It I could mean, be Mysterio again because Mysterio has been played by multiple people so in the comic books. Did I already said Mysterio, didn't I? Did Mysterio, you? Doc okay. Ock, Electro, uh-huh. Scorpion, and Vulture. Craven the Hunter, and only because the set photos they released were in some sort of temple. Oh, that's right. They could be teasing it. That's a wild idea. I mean, my predictions but tend to be always like, wrong. But that's the thing. Um, well, I so guess we, so because Andrew said it, we know it's not right. <laughs> we know that's not right. Yeah. We we immediately know that's not right. What were you gonna say, Ray? So, but that's the thing. It's like, 
you know, they would. Ha- I feel like because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, wouldn't they have announced Craven? But I guess they want to keep that under wraps. But is it that a character that you would want to show? Like, oh look, we have. How much Craven. cooler would it be if he just popped up? I guess. Like, here's the thing: you got to keep in mind because we've also complained over the fact that. When they tease something and we get super hyped. Mm-hmm. That was our main point the last couple of times we talked about Spider-Man. We don't want this to be a hyped up project yeah. so that when we sit in the theaters to watch it, we end up being disappointed. Yeah. Our expectation is set up so high and then when we don't get the things that we want, yeah. it ends up going lower. That's true. Right? So we want to make sure that we're having low expectations. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it make sense for the studios to essentially say like, okay, we're probably setting up a Sinister Six, right? Because we named five of them so far. Yeah. They introduced another villain and it could be maybe. Mm-hmm. Craven the Hunter, Maybe. but they didn't have to. They don't announce it. It's just a kept secret, mm-hmm. so that way when you are in the theater oh, and you do see, to be like okay, Craven, and then also the Sinister Six, bingo well too. So again, they're getting two reveals in one movie. Exactly. Now to go back on that point where I was saying that they were using the images mm-hmm. of like you know former pilots mm-hmm. of the X Wings and Rogue One because mm-hmm. they couldn't get the actors and stuff like that. What if they just used like different. I don't know, some sort of scenes from like Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man movies to put in Andrew Garfield mm-hmm. and um, why am I forgetting his name? Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield and uh, Tom Holland. Wait, are you talking about the other Spider-Man? Yeah, why am I forgetting his name? Toby Maguire. Toby, Toby Maguire, thank you. Yeah. Gosh dang, man, I swear, to, <laughs> I'm being thrown off today. Uh, but if they use Im- or scenes from those movies to just bring him in here and just you know, mix it in. Yeah. For Rogue One, it was outtakes and unused scenes. It that's, could be the same thing for that. That's how they. That's how they did for Rogue mm-hmm. One. Plus, Sam Raimi is now contracted by Marvel because he's directing Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it make sense that if he had access to those scenes, that you know they would ask permission? Hey, can we use these unused scenes and put it into here? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Sam Raimi doesn't really have a choice. It's owned by the studio. Sure, so, Sony, but Sony would just go, "Yeah, suck it, Sam." But again, <laughs> it's just a weird. Thing that they are bringing him in for this, right? Yeah. What do you think of that? This isn't a bad idea, but it's a thing. But um, I sense some no, like no, not that. Uh, it's just I guess again, I <laughs> it's it's hyping it for me. <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Just just so we can get the ball mo- moving yeah. on this one, Brian. Best best pitch. What's the best pitch for it? What do you think is going to happen? What do you mean? Best pitch. What do you think the movie's going to be about? Give me a pitch. Oh, all the, the all setup the, of the Sinister Six. All the information you have right now, what's your pitch? Okay, so give me, find me the details on which movie's coming out first. Doctor Strange or the Spider-Man movie? Okay. Because that's going to give, I think it was the, the Doctor thing. Strange movie. That, I think that might come out last. That's yeah, so if thing. it's the Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. then we can kind of go off of yeah. what is going to happen with Doctor be- Strange. Because I'm feeling that what's going to happen is that we're slowly going to be I think Loki's going to set it up as well too where these portals are going to be opening up in different realities I don't think I don't but think but the thing uh-huh. is is that and then it le- bleeds into Spider-Man where like just random portals of reality are opening up and then you know that's it becomes a big problem in Spider-Man that's when Do- Doctor Strange comes in and then by the time Doctor Strange movie happens it's him basically trying to save reality so before so while nick's looking yeah. this information up we have real, to we have to wait to find out because they haven't really released anything new since the last year's san diego comic-con which was before covid okay so, oh, so with so that information in mind i'm going to say this before i give you the pitch 
the Loki trailer that came out mm -hmm. was a little bit weird because it simply kind of was like, you know, it, it, long story short, time police are grabbing this Loki yeah, who's like because, a little thing yeah. that doesn't exist or something like that. And right? because he took the, the Tesseract from Avengers 1 and left, it basically ruined the timeline. Yeah, because this isn't the Loki that we know. This yeah. is a different Loki. This is a different Loki. This is Avengers 1 Loki. Yeah, because the original Loki died. Mm -hmm. So now this is a different Loki that is on different time strains that mm -hmm. is kind of like a paradox in a way. Yeah. And so to me, even though we have Loki coming out first, I don't think he's going to be playing an essential part mm -hmm. in this kind of setup for the multiverse. No, but I think I think he's going to be like a stepping stone. But then it's an introduction. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I think that's why in Spider-Man, it starts becoming a problem with these whole portals or these dimension or reality tearing up. And then we're getting these characters. They're, you know? They have access yeah. to the different yeah. universes. And, and stuff then I think that's why, that's why, again, Doctor Strange comes into play in Spider-Man and mm -hmm. then tries to fix it. But then realizes he needs to do something else to essentially close these tears in reality. So, so let me throw the pitch. Okay. Uh, really quick. Yeah. Just so that way we have it, uh, it's WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Then they're saying that Mobius is going to be coming out next. That no. Mobi the Mobius movie that's gonna, that's supposed to be coming out with uh, what's his name? Um, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. That is that an MCU confirmed? Movie? Technically, I mean, technically, it's been bought because it was by Fox. Yeah. Oh. But. I mean, you can always add that in in the multiverse. Well, they did have Vulture in that in that last bit of the trailer. Yeah. Oh, and it is by. But then they also said that it was going to exist in the same universe as Venom. But the thing is that it <sighs> takes place. It probably takes place in the same universe as Venom. Not only that, but also in the Mobius trailer, you actually did see Sam Raimi Spider Man. Wait, what? Yes, you did see Sp Sam Raimi Spider-Man is on a poster in the background of, uh, what was it, of Mobius. Oh my uh, god, he's right. You can see a poster of Sp Sam Raimi Spider-Man. So this is, what, this is what the lineup is so far. It's WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Technically, it would be Mobius. That's what they're expecting to come out next. Uh, Black Widow, then Loki. Then, there, then Venom 2 has already been like in the works. Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man 3, Doctor Strange in the Universe of Madness, Thor Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, and then Captain Marvel 2. Okay, so now that I have this information, I had to close my eyes for this because I had to put everything together. Okay, and then, hold on one second. Because, yeah, yeah. mind you, these are, these, are, these are projected things because Marvel really hasn't said this is where stuff is kind of landing. Projections are out the window. Yeah. So uh, right now it's uh, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Black Widow will be coming out next. Then it's going to be Loki and then the Eternals. Then Shang-Chi. Then Spider-Man 3. Then What If. Then Star Doctor Strange, Hawkeye, and then Th Thor Lo uh, Love and Thunder. Okay. So it, it interchanges with a couple of them and everything like that. But until we get like an actual like, this is what Marvel says it is. Okay, uh, Renee, what were you gonna say? Just really quick, timestamp. Oh, forty-two. Cool. Forty-two. That's okay. That's good. That's good. We're fine. Yeah. We're fine. I just want to double check. Thanks, Renee. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thanks. No, I, Nick. I, 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 I got you. I've been looking at it. <laughs> I, 
If you want to see, no, this, no, is, no, this is literally no, no, no. how I've been looking it, at it. It feels like it's like we've been talking for a while. Because no, 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 it's no. a lot of information. It's yeah. a lot of information. I was gonna, I was going to tell you in three minutes before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Don't you step on my job. I barely got it. Don't you dare <laughs> jump in. <laughs> okay, so you want my pitch, right? Yeah, yeah let's wrap pitch? this up because what's we do because we have another Yeah, that's why I want that's why I want to I want to get your pitch and then move on. Okay, so my pitch is this. So, now that we've kind of have an idea that Spider-Man is supposed to come out before Doctor Strange and we're getting all these different things. Right. I'm going to jump with Renee on this and say that yes, Loki will somehow introduce the audience to the concept of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. It won't play an integral part in explaining how Phase 4 is going to go no. about doing so. Because Marvel doesn't do that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. But it will set it up so that we are comfortable with the fact that this is going to be the next thing that happens. Yeah, so by the time they do you know, use the multiverse, we already kind of have a feeling for it. Yes. Now, we're going to jump with Morbius here because you brought up some good points, Nick, that they did introduce, you know, the Vulture. He is in this movie, uh, Michael Keaton. This Michael Keaton mm-hmm. Vulture is in this movie, meaning that there's some sort of integration going on and we have that Spider-Man from the Sam Raimi universe in there. We're probably going to have a concept, again, similar to Loki, mm-hmm. where these universes exist within one another, right. but they're not going to be setting it up to be useful for the Spider-Man movie. We can throw What If out the window because that's just going to be small little you know, miniseries that is going to be fun to watch, but doesn't matter to the whole in yeah. its entirely. It's just going to be awesome. But the Spider-Man 3 movie is essentially going to be the beginning steps to how the multiverse is going to be established into Phase 4. Yeah. We're going to run into Tom Holland Spider-Man trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. It was something that might have happened on a school field trip or whatever because right. it seems like they're in temples and stuff. Yeah. And they're going to run into the concept of the multiverse dimensions and stuff. Sorry I'm boring you, Renee, with this. Sorry. This is it's what just... happens when we record at 1030 at night. <laughs> yeah. don't, you, don't you jump on him. <laughs> um, but, you know, he, he runs into the multiverse thing. Something happens where the time stream opens or something. And then we have Doc Ock and we have Electro coming in from these respective universes. Something happens where they team up. They grab Mysterio, who, you know, then becomes an integral part and says, great, you know what? We can break the Vulture out of here. We have five people. Sinister Six develops. All of a sudden, we get another introduction of another villain, which might be Kraven the Hunter. Mm -hmm. And this kind of sets up a need for three others or two other Spider-Men to come in, Mm -hmm. right? In Doctor Strange 2, we might have a better established understanding of what the multiverse is. Yeah. He's going to come in and say like, look, the time strain and the different dimensions and universes that exist in the world are, have been corrupt because of what happened in uh, far from home mm-hmm. or what, not far from home, excuse me. Um, the third Spider-Man movie, what is it called again? Oh, no way. From, no, no way home. home. Yeah, no way home. Um, something happened here and I need to fix it. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be, it's going to be Dr. Strange and Wanda yeah. trying to fix what is going on here Mm -hmm. and that might be the avengers type movie that will kind of end with Mm -hmm. phase four yeah really quick i don't know if this changes anything about your theory but blade is supposed to come out somewhere in there so again it is more of an introduction. Yeah. It doesn't change it at all. Okay. I just, Ren- want, I, I just want to make sure because technically Blade and Mobius would go hand in hand. Yeah. 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 And then, Renee, give me your pitch on this one. Well, that's the thing. I kind of 
kind of did basically of like how the how the at least reality aspect of it's gonna happen and stuff as of movie wise i kind of agree where how you're doing it like i see i see where you're coming from when it comes to like all these characters and how to lay them out and stuff like that that's why i wasn't really arguing when when you were talking about it so i kind of <laughs> normally i yeah, do I normally i would interject but <laughs> this time no i liked it so okay basically it's like again they're gonna establish it in Loki, the multiverse and stuff like that, but not right. not too much, just enough to like, oh yeah, this is what Loki's doing, and that's how they introduce the multiverse, and then this one, and then Spider Man, it becomes a problem, and then Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange has to basically stop it completely in his movie. Do you think that this might continue on into other movies? Because again, they've also also teased Moon Knight because yes. they showed Oscar Isaac's um, oh, training fighting video. choreography. Yeah. Yeah. Moon, was Moon Knight it was announced. Uh, no official date just yet. That's a I, show, right? I believe it is a show. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it, we're going to get, we'll probably get more information sometime in the next, in June, July. Closer to summer, yeah. So, closer to summer when they actually, like when San Diego Comic-Con is actually supposed mm-hmm. to be like going on, most likely they're going to do like an internet yeah, thing again. Kind of like how DC fandom was. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like DC fandom mm-hmm. and just went like, we're going to have an entire day of just revealing what, that'd what's going cool. on. That'd be cool. If they the do lineup. it that way, that'd be smart because DC fandom really worked out. We liked that a lot, me and Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. That was definitely really cool. Um, last thing mm-hmm. for that, uh, I personally think <laughs> that it's going to be Green Goblin. Oh, as the third, I mean, as the sixth member? Yes. That would be interesting. Explain. So our Green Goblin has been trying to figure out how exactly to make his Goblin formula. He has been getting messages from a different universe on how exactly to do this. What you don't know is that when he activates it, it accidentally rips open a couple of holes, sending in our heroes and villains from said universes. Tom Holland, by the by this point, is... Uh, he, people think he's Spider-Man, but nobody has proof that he is Spider-Man. Yes, Mysterio did out him, but technically they didn't show his face in the suit. They didn't do anything like that. Also, J. Jonah Jameson's is a conspiracist. And yeah. J. Jonah Jameson is a conspiracist. So everybody thinks that he's Spider-Man, but he's kind of like holding off and going, uh, I'm not Spider-Man. So he's kind of trying to hold back. Then so, new uh, Spider-Man uh-huh. show up. And then it's kind of like, oh, well, how could I be Spider-Man if these people are Spider-Man? And you have an entire thing where it's now trying to put the multiverse back together. Once he meets up with these new Spider-Men, he then goes to go see Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Because who would know about the multiverse other than the Sorcerer Supreme? Then he then instructs them, this is how to fix it. Also, he then tells them, hey, what they're doing is ripping everything open at that point. That is when you find out that the voice that the R Octo uh, was it Doc uh, I mean not Doc uh, um, no, that our Norman Osborn has been talking to is Willem Dafoe. Now is this Sam Raimi or is this I'm they saying, recasted him in the Tom Holland? I'm saying that we have our own Osborn in the Tom he, Holland in the Tom Holland universe, and he Ooh. is talking to Willem Dafoe. Uh-huh. To then get information from an alternate universe. Because we do um, have an Oscorp already established. Because there is an Oscorp already established. Did they establish an Oscorp already? They did say that there is going to be an Oscorp inside of the inside the New York skyline. They haven't mm. said what building it's going to be. But the thing is that the building where the Avengers Tower was yeah. is most likely going to be... Someone bought it, yeah. But they've been, they've been saying that it might be the Baxter building. 
They do have to introduce Fantastic Four because Baxter Building and also Oscorp need to be somewhere in in, in New the, York. In New York now, yeah, yeah. So they've been saying that that is actually just the Baxter Building. Fantastic Four, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Fantastic Four. Uh, but and that's how you get that introduced, and then you basically have this menagerie of villains and Tom Holland learning from these veteran Spider Men mm. and everything like that. And it's going to be one of those like, oh, the only problem that I see from this is that you may get some. Weird into the Spider Verse vibes. Oh yeah, I think that's what they wanted to do after the after how Spider Man Into the Spider Verse became such a big hit that they actually Sony was like, okay, we're gonna try and do a live action version yeah. of this. <laughs> like, yeah, the only problem with trying to do a live action version is that you can't always do everything that you can do in animation. That's true. <laughs> this is why, like, you can never turn an anime re- live action. Yeah, like, yeah. you can never do it. Oh, man. <laughs> if they ever did somebody. a live action My Hero Academia, I don't think it would be good at all. You know what? That actually might be. That, really? That, that, you literally just make it sky high. I guess. You make it sky high. Yeah, with Kurt li- Russell with, as as All Might. Yeah, you, you literally make it sky high, but with better effects. Okay. And a bigger budget. Way bigger budget. <laughs> Can I just say that every time we bring up Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. we always just start to have an overload of information that we can't put the pieces together correctly. To me, it always feels like we have a jigsaw puzzle with no picture at all, <laughs> right? And we're trying to make the pieces fit, but because it doesn't fit, either it's jammed into the piece mm-hmm. and it just looks awkward, or we duct tape it to try to make it work. <laughs> yeah, it just it's so much, but it's fun. It's interesting because I now kind of have – there's always this anticipation. My excitement for the movie hasn't left, but my anticipation – to see what more pieces of information come out true isn't much higher now yeah because it's teasing a lot of different things and i feel like marvel is waiting until summer happens to start releasing more information we're probably not going to get anything with black widow because that movie should have been out last year but given everything that they're releasing little by little and summer coming out which is usually time for conventions and stuff Mm -hmm. we're probably going to be getting more information so until then i would say this probably will go back in the back burner for a bit more for like two months. And then we'll bring it back up again. Once I don't know, Jamie Foxx comes out on an interview to like promote some other movie and yeah. stuff. And he's like, Oh yeah, no, I'm totally confirmed for Electro from amazing Spider-Man too. Well, the, the interesting thing is that technically if you go by the timeline, if you technically will by the timeline, the original timeline said that it was going to be black widow, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The original timelines out. In, it's, yeah, I know, it's but out. but if you it, if of you, Corona, yeah, because yeah. Of, cor- of coronavirus and everything like that. Mm. But if you really look, but if you look at it, WandaVision was supposed to be just before Doctor Strange in the universe, or which are the multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. So it was immediately supposed to leap into that storyline, mm. like the, the oh, after that's right, I, scene. yeah, because I remember Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to come out first. It was supposed to come out after Black Widow. Yeah. So, but, and I think the reason being is because one thing that did happen inside of Black Widow mm-hmm. was, that, I mean, in Falcon and Winter Soldier is that we did meet uh, inside the comic book. She's known as uh, Madame Hydra. Yeah. Uh, the rumor is that she's actually in Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And so you would have already met that character yeah. along with the Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. You would have already been introduced to these characters going into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then you kind of understood, oh, this is where the state of the world is. Yeah. After Black Widow production for Marvel and Disney have been working overtime to try to make things work because and you know what? I'm glad it's like this 
because there's now more of a mystery. Like nothing is pretty much planned out and we're left to just kind of like wait because if there was some sort of preparation and like, hey, you know what? This character's going to be here and this character's going to be there because this movie already came out, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. We probably we be not as be we probably wouldn't be as excited for the Disney Plus series, but because WandaVision started out first and we got that mysterious atmosphere from that, mm-hmm. and now Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there's more anticipation and appreciation for the things that are going to be coming out next. Because even Loki is super mysterious at this point. Mm-hmm. We're just assuming what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, last second thoughts, Renee? No, no, I'm pretty good. For all right. We talked it. All, we talked about it enough that I feel like we can move on now. That's yeah. it. <laughs> so the uh, other interesting thing is uh-huh. that Loki was actually supposed to be after Doctor Strange. Oh, and it's coming out before. And it's coming out before. <laughs> Brian's like, oh, damn it, God, I just don't want to look at another timeline. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No. Yeah. Um, if you look so- at the original one, it's it's pretty wonky. It's pretty wonky now. <laughs> uh, so. Next week, uh, we're going to have an issue completely dedicated. We're going back to Warner Brothers. Oh, yeah. Because Mortal Kombat is finally coming out. Yes. So. And not just me and Brian, but also Nick is coming with us to see it as well. Too. Yes. They, we'll told post me, a- they told me if I didn't go that they would mm-hmm. pour popcorn down my pants. Why do, we, why do you always say that we threaten you? <laughs> <laughs> we're nice people. They only say that online. That's <laughs> They're actually very mean. I didn't actually want to do this. They they just they just do things. So just a quick reminder if you guys want to watch us <laughs> in our adventure of seeing Mortal Kombat, just follow our Instagram. We'll be posting stuff. Yeah. Have you seen how many times Renee has murdered Brian? <laughs> yeah, actually, no, like twice. Uh, okay, first of all, you come up with the script. I do. <laughs> so what does that say about you? Uh, <laughs> Eh. Says, a lot. <laughs> says a lot says a lot so uh pretty much before we wrap this up absolutely you, i've been trying to get you to watch mortal kombat scorpion's revenge yes and you finally watched it I after f- like months of me telling you <laughs> i guess because like it was on hbo max and i'm just like i was like okay i'm t- i'm taking a break from rewatching doctor who and i'm just like okay so what else and i'm like huh, you just like rewatching? yeah rewatching doctor who <laughs> I'm watching from the beginning so I can get into the new doctor, uh, the female doctor. Now. You gotta, I know, but you should always watch stuff that's new, not rewatch. I always rewatch before because I yeah. like to have it fresh in my mind again. Oh, no. Like, I, I, I totally get you rewatching to get into the other doctor. But yeah. I mean, come on, man. No, but I mean, like, Scorpion, come on, man. It's, yeah. only, it's only an hour and a half. Well, that's the thing. And Take I a just, break. And I just was like, you know what? And I forgot how short it was. And I was just like, oh, you know what? I'll watch it. I'll finally buckle down and I watched it. And I actually really did enjoy it. It's good, right? It was actually really good. The one thing I have to critique is that they give freaking Sub-Zero the shaft in that movie. <laughs> like, okay, so I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what you mean. As of gonna... like actually Sub-Zero-wise. Sub-Zero-wise. So let me explain. We mm-hmm. talked about this before we started recording because mm-hmm. you had like questions. It's like, okay, well, they're like it kind of doesn't feel like they're putting a lot of focus in Scorpion in the new Mortal Kombat movie, but then it kind of seems like he is because he was an essential character. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the timeline of Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. point, simple, it, it's a complicated mess. Like mm-hmm. it's almost non-existent at yeah. that point, right? So I get what you mean. It's like, oh well, Sub Zero was just kind of thrown out there. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if in Scorpion's Revenge it's actually the original Sub Zero or if it's us the brother, because the original Sub Zero mm-hmm. dies at the hand of Scorpion. And what is Sub Zero? The original Sub Zero's name? Oh, you got me there. Isn't it something like 
Lin Lin Kwan. Our producer's looking it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lin Kwan or something. No, the Lin Kuei Lin and Kui. the Shirai Ryu are clan names. Oh, they're clan names. Okay. Yeah. So the Shirai Ryu mm-hmm. is uh, Scorpion's clan, mm-hmm. and the Lin Kuei yeah. is Sub Zero. Mm-hmm. And the Lin Kuei, because, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I feel like I am. I haven't seen this in so long. I just so. I mean, obviously, so in the beginning of this, uh, in this Mortal Kombat movie, you have Sub-Zero, I'm putting air quotes, Sub-Zero killing um, Scorpion's clan and family. Family, most important. That has been canon since, like, the beginning of time in terms of Mortal Kombat. So I I, I knew that was a thing that Sub-Zero actually did. But But then they changed it up in this one because they said that Quan Chi... Was the one that was acting as Sub Zero. So no. as of as of Mortal Kombat Four, that has been lore. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's so, actually happened. Yeah. Okay. So yes. let me explain to you the general timeline, and <laughs> I'll try to make this as simple as possible okay. for audience as well. Okay. This yeah. is like the cookie cutter. Be- because okay. So for if you guys don't know, I'm not too into the Mortal Kombat stuff. I just know of the characters. Yes. I don't know the lore. I've only played. I've only played like Mortal Kombat. So the Mortal Kombat games I played was Mortal Kombat Trilogy mm-hmm. on the N64, and then Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, Mortal Kombat Deception, and Mortal Kombat Armageddon. They're not bad. Those aren't yeah. the bad ones. They're, they're no, th- those ones have like a on. What 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 I liked about it is that those ones had the like essential arc okay, kept so going forward. You want to know something about those games that you played? They're not relevant anymore. They're technically not <laughs> so so when it comes to like the timeline of mortal kombat yeah. and like the general story of it is mm-hmm. you got yellow ninja who basically has his entire clan and family killed off mm-hmm. by blue ninja clan yeah. and this leads him he dies essentially yeah. yellow ninja dies scorpion dies mm-hmm. okay he dies he gets into the nether realm quan chi essentially says uh quan chi what, what was up nick uh really quick uh so scorpion's name is hanzo Sasashi. Yes, yeah, but we're not going to use that name. <laughs> yeah. So Hanzo Sasashi, and then the the actual Sub Zero is the original Sub Zero. He's supposed to be the Grandmaster. In Scorpion's of Revenge. Yes. Yes. He's supposed, so, to be the sub, he's supposed to be the original Sub Zero. So Scorpion goes to the Nether Realm. Quan Chi says, "Look, you want revenge on this person that killed your family? Mm-hmm. Great, but you have to do my work." He comes back to uh, basically real life uh, with the name Scorpion, and yeah. he that's how he gets his iconic mask and yeah. flying powers and, has, and like, stuff. Another realm powers exactly. So throughout the entire Mortal Kombat tournament that we know exists, the main one, the yeah. tenth one, that outer realm essentially has to win in order to take over that's, Earth realm. That's run by uh, Shang Sun. Yes, Shang Sun. Shang Sun. Um, throughout this entire tournament, Scorpion goes after Sub Zero, mm-hmm. who doesn't know why mm-hmm. he's just fighting for his life because. The Sub-Zero that killed the Shirai Ryu was Quan Chi, who was just copying, you know, basically pretending to be that Mm Sub-Zero. Scorpion kills the Mm Sub-Zero and he essentially comes back and he is Hanzo Hasashi again is like, yes, I did it. Mm -hmm. But the Sub-Zero, the brother of this Mm Sub-Zero essentially is like, no, how dare you? I'm going to seek revenge. And he becomes the new Mm Sub-Zero. That's just like basically it. (laughs) It's like it's it's just like all over the place, and sometimes it doesn't make any sense, but it does. And then that that Sub Zero, the original, who died by the hands of Hanzo Hasashi, then returns back because he makes a deal, and he then becomes Noob Saibot. Yes, really. Yes, that's why you have. And there's Noob Saibot, who's basically the black ninja. And then yeah. there's another one, but he's smoke. Uh-huh. But he's from like a different. No, he's gray. 
gray. Yeah, but oh, it's yeah. technically they kind of look the they same. Just in the colors. Listen, it's, just, it's a color palette. It's, it's a color, color palette. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same model, but just different colors. <laughs> so you loved it because, but you felt like you felt like basically they just kind of like put Sub Zero to the yeah, side, right? Yeah. But now that I know why, no, why? Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Yeah. Okay. I've tried explaining this Mortal Kombat story to my fiance back when I really was into this, yeah. like a couple years ago. Yeah. And then I kind of looked it up when Scorpion's Revenge came out again uh, to like refresh my mind. And she's yeah. like, what? And there's, I'm like, no, yeah, that's exactly what it is. There's I, so much. I feel like you need yarn and like a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> you need Literally that meme where it's the guy just pointing yeah, at different Charlie things. Day, yeah, it's yeah, Charlie yeah. Day just going like, this is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> um, oh. And then, yeah, what was it? Were no, gonna I was just going to say, yeah, okay. So, but the movie itself overall was actually really good. I liked it. The violence was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite standout character was obviously Johnny Cage because he was also voiced by Joe McHale. I freaking yeah. love yeah. that. So it's a shame that you know, we're not going to get a Johnny Cage in yeah. this live action movie because from there, Warner Brothers is promoting the crap out of this movie. Yeah, they are going hard on well, it. It's doing it, behind the scenes and stuff. Interesting how they're promoting it because they're showing off as like Sub-Zero as like the not villain, but like the the like antagonist almost in a way where Scorpion it's it's they're almost mirroring. So again, from Scorpion's revenge, yes, almost in a way. At least that's that, arc. A, that concept mm-hmm. is has existed in multiple timelines. Yeah. So his clan dies mm-hmm. a lot, and that's how you get the development of Scorpion, mm-hmm. and you get the development of Sub Zero. Yeah. So the Sub Zero that you want to know uh-huh. is the second one. Yeah. That's why you felt like he's kind of like. I actually mm-hmm. forget. Does Scorpion fight for Outer Realm or does he fight for Earth Realm? Neither. He's just a wild card? He just wants revenge. He just wants revenge. This yeah. entire thing is he just wants revenge. Mm-hmm. In Scorpion's Revenge, he technically fights for, for Netherrealm. For Netherrealm, but he's not really he, because I think Or for Quan, Outer Realm, excuse no, me. No, because I think Quan Chi literally says fight for Netherrealm, and then if you can get us the win... Mm-hmm. Then I'll like I'll give Quan Chi again is just like a weird person in the sense that he's like fight for outer world, but you're also just just keep in mind you're for me because we're gonna take um, Shao Kahn's throne away. Yeah, because yeah, he, he wants to bring Shao Kahn. Yeah. We're mentioning all these names, and our audience is probably like, "What the hell? Who no, the hell is I a mean, Shao Kahn?" And <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I mean, obviously, we'll get more into that when we watch the movie. Yes, but and you loved it. I loved it. Okay, yes. I'm glad because. I've been telling you to watch this. It's actually really, I've seen it maybe like three times in a row now. Have you really? Yeah, I've watched it one at home and then I'll just throw it. I watched it twice here at the shop. I just played it over again. I was was like, oh, I don't feel like watching anything else. I was like. It's because it's a good, it's it's a good animated movie. It's a good animated movie. I really liked how they did Scorpion. Now I kind of like Scorpion more Mm. in a way now. Well, because you get the story behind it. Yeah. I also still like, so I have like a list, not a list, but like characters that I've always liked following and stuff. Sub-Zero is obviously one. Uh, Scorpion is now on that list. I've always loved Liu Kang. Johnny Cage is now part of that list as well, too. Um, Another one I've always enjoyed was also um, uh, Baraka. I always liked how Baraka. He just yeah, just how he looked. He so. was kind of throwaway in this movie. He was, but I liked. But that's the thing. He's not a. He's not like a character like Johnny Cage. He's the best fighter of yeah. that species. Yeah, that's, you know, that's why he's in that tournament. That's why he's there. He's not much of a dialogue character or, a, 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 or a, or like a story in general. Mm-hmm. He's just there along with like Goro and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just there just because he's a. He's just a known character, in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you know. 
So once we're done with this podcast, yeah. I'm going to kind of give you a general idea. Cause now that you're, now that you're interested, <laughs> now I'm ready. I'm like, Oh yes. Let me give you all the information we'll do it on the way, yeah. on the way over yeah. to, to grab food because mm-hmm. there's a lot to think about in mm-hmm. terms of what to expect from this movie. Especially like, for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you my perspective from okay. this real quick. And you know, like Renee said, mm-hmm. once this, once we watch it on Friday, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have issue 45 be the mortal Kombat movie mm-hmm. and our thoughts on it. But essentially you know, there's a lot to uncover and the way Warner Brothers has allowed these teases to happen mm-hmm. kind of makes it seem like the producers, whoever's working on it, is respecting the lore. Excuse me, the lore mm-hmm. and, you know, the source material behind it, yeah. which has been very tough because when it comes to developing content for Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. it always seems to stray away from like its original idea. And I feel like NetherRealm, the studio, has actually netherrealm studio is the one who produced it originally they were mm-hmm. created by i think ed boone is his name yeah. the original creator he still works for them thankfully and now i feel like he's got this like second wind of like respect for the franchise mm-hmm. and like yes we're going to start pumping out content in terms of mortal Kombat that is respectable and can bring back fans of like the 90s to come forth and be like yes this is the stuff that we wanted to see you know what's be- the recent mortal Kombat game out right now mortal Kombat 11 Okay. So Mortal Kombat 9 was what started out the revived timeline. Yeah. And then we had 10 and 11 ends that timeline. Mm-hmm. And again, we'll talk about it in next week's issue because mm-hmm. there's a lot to go over. Yeah. But essentially that kind of explains why we have so many different iterations mm-hmm. of you know the story and everything yeah. like that. So with this movie, they've also said that they're going to keep in mind the different universes that have existed in terms of Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Why do you have different iterations and stuff like that? Right. So that's probably one of the reasons why certain characters won't be there. For me, you have, you know, an interest for like, you know, the characters you said, Johnny Cage mm-hmm. and Scorpion and Sub-Zero and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For me, I've always been Katana. Katana has been oh, my yeah. girl since like the 90s. I freaking <laughs> loved her character development and mm-hmm. everything like that. They're not, it, they haven't teased her in this. It doesn't yeah. seem like they're going to be bringing her in here. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a live action Shao Kahn yet, so we don't no. know what's going on there. Yeah. Reptile's been teased, but we get Jax. And we get Cabal. And yeah. those two characters are so much fun to pay mm-hmm. attention to in yeah. the games. Mm-hmm. Cabal especially because he's like that speedster with the mask and he's got those scythes as yeah. well. That's so sick to watch. I can't wait for <laughs> he's that. He's basically the Flash with swords. Exactly. Oh, awesome. And then Ashley, or not Ashley, um, Cole Young. Yeah. I keep saying Ashley Cole. That's a soccer player. Cole Young is a newer character and there's a reason why he's a newer character. I think the director explained that this new character is being brought into it mm-hmm. with respect of the timelines that have existed and there's a reason why Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you right now in the end of mortal kombat 11 they explain that the original champion of earth realm was not Mm lucane it was um what's his name hat dude i cannot remember um, kung Kung lao Lao. thank you kung Kung lao Lao. i knew that it just didn't man i'm bad with names today man yeah it was kung lao he was the original champion and then he lost and he lost so then at the end of mk11 in the good ending once luke no yeah because there's a bad ending there's a good ending. oh okay i think he lost to goro right yes so in the end of mk yeah because he died yes in the end of mk11 once Luke Kang and Raiden fused to become mm-hmm. uh, basically their own version of an elder god, mm-hmm. which is like 
God, God. Again, sorry, audience, if you guys don't know anything about Mortal Kombat, I sound like a crazy, like, mm -hmm. conspiracy person. But an Elder God, he basically becomes, like, an all-powerful, mm -hmm. and he becomes, like, a like ruler and overseer of, like, timelines mm -hmm. and stuff. He revives the timeline, goes back, and makes Luke, or makes Kao Lung, or Kung Lao his champion. Mm. So... There's a lot. There's a lot, There's a lot going on here. The interesting thing is that I'm curious because they haven't shown Baraka in any of the... Uh, in the painting, he's there. He is there. He's teased a little bit just like Reptile is a little bit. We're assuming that's Reptile. Kung or Shao Kahn, yeah. big guy with the skull mask and the giant hammer. He's got a statue on there, but we haven't seen a version of him well, live the, yet. The interesting thing is that because... There is a Melina. Melina yeah. is inside of the in, yes. in thing. And fang lady. Fang human lady. Well, that looks like human. Well, because technically, if you go with the Melina storyline, she is technically a, uh, a clone of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Katana. Of Katana and Baraka. And Baraka. Of one of Baraka's, of one of the Tar Katan horde mixed Tar -Katana. with Katana. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to introduce Melina... We have to introduce you kind of have to introduce Barack well I think I, I think there's a lot of characters that they don't want to show just yet they just like again because Baraka is not type of a character that would have an arc he would just be featured it, in a funny is, enough yeah in MK11 he does have an arc oh, he does okay. he does which is actually really interesting though because I don't know if you've seen any of the uh, any of the po any of the uh, set photos yeah I've, I've seen scenes. some of them uh, if you look at Cole he has this weird armor around his skin now. Okay, I didn't see that one. Yeah, look at it, and he actually has this like weird armor that's around his skin now that like at, he wears while he's fighting. And not only that, but also he has protruding blades. So he's Tarakan. So they don't. So they haven't said anything, but he, but from the set photos, like as you're seeing him fight, you see like what is set up to look like blades coming out of his hand. And stuff like that. So I don't know if he's Tarakan or if he's anything else or if that's he's That's what a lot of people are saying that like Cole has like a hidden origin that we don't know yet. Because he's got the symbol. Yeah, he's got the which symbol. Which is, I'm, I, I hated the fact they use that as advertisement because the symbol practically means nothing. Mm -hmm. Like for him to be born with it, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so you're using a symbol of a tournament that exists, you know, s historically in other realms. Mm -hmm. And Earth Realmers don't really know about it because... Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, fighters some, know it's yeah. it's weird. It's not a good I, I thing heard, to advertise. I heard, I heard somebody uh, say uh, because there's a line where uh, Cole says, "This it's just, it's just a birthmark." No, it's a symbol. And he goes, "It is." And he goes, "Yes, the perfectly circle thing that's on your chest that looks like a dragon." Dragon. Yes, it's it a, is not a birthmark. It's not a birthmark, bro. <laughs> Renee. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, I want to know your opinion, but I just yeah. want I want yeah, you to yeah. know this. If you thought I was acting crazy with Godzilla versus Kong, <laughs> just wait. Okay, then Nick's gonna sit next to you. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna like squirm like a foot. Like, <laughs> no, because I'm, you can't. Like, oh, I. He's gonna see like. <laughs> he's gonna see one thing, and then he's immediately gonna turn and hit me. He's gonna. <laughs> And I'm gonna be very upset. He's gonna I'm see gonna like just like bloody arm. moments too. Just like, oh my god! He's just like ah, yes. <laughs> this man's gonna ruin the movie for me, man. 
gonna, okay, then we'll have him say the gonna, one seat. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna we're gonna together. we're gonna come back and then like he's gonna be going like, guys, didn't you like it? It's like I couldn't hear half of it. <laughs> I didn't like when they revealed. I didn't hear because you were like, oh, <laughs> you're louder than Dolby Atmos. <laughs> I can't help it. I mean, you I somehow are louder than the IMAX surrounds. And then your hand blocked the screen, so I don't know what happened. I'm very confused. So, um, real quick, again, I completely forgot about this because yeah. this is this brought up. Um, did you watch the short one minute uh, fight scene between Sub Zero and Scorpion that came out uh, today? No. Okay, so in that, I'm trying not to watch it. Okay, yeah. I watched it because I can't help myself. I know you, yeah. But do you know, or can you recall that move that Sub Zero does, where he does an ice statue clone of himself? Yeah, and then backs up. <gasps> Dude, that's in the movie. No, <laughs> I oh okay, sorry. I was I see that coming out. <laughs> but that's in the movie because uh, I guess Scorpion throws him into like a cage or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's about to get up, and Scorpion's about to punch him. Mm-hmm. He like backs up, and there's an ice statue of yeah. him. Oh, like, that's so cool. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. We're gonna also, expect he also does that. the ice wall too. He does the ice wall move where he mm-hmm. like puts an ice wall up and he throws him through. That's it. later though, but yeah, that but ice statue move has been around since like the MK yeah, one or two. And, like that's like one or two, but that's still pretty. I I I am looking forward to the idea of them actually using their abilities correctly. <sighs> yeah, because you did oh, see Liu Kang's. God. You saw Liu Kang's dragon. Oh, that was because awesome. you did see his fire moves, his fire dragon. Oh, yeah, you saw like, things. All right, Renee, else. what are you expecting? I want to see, now that I've seen Scorpion's Revenge, I want to see Scorpion take off his mask or helmet and burn someone with the fire skull head. Iconic fatality, mm-hmm. it's going to be in the movie. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I can almost guarantee mm-hmm. that. And then, if anything, I want to, I think, I think they're going to do that whole like Sub-Zero change up thing or something like that. Like, I feel like Sub-Zero is not really Sub-Zero in here. Uh, well, oh, well, I mean, they did tease the death of the Shirai Rai. Right? That's the thing. So I'm, I'm, that's why, like, we might get, like, a, like a side thing where it's like, oh, no, it's actually Quan Chi. You know, I actually like think that. that that's going to be an after credit scene. It could be. Yeah. Because every movie has an after credit scene ever since the Avengers movies came out. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming that this movie is going to have well, an after credit yeah. scene. Obviously, gonna we're going to stay after the credits. You know? Yeah, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be, like, him showing up and which are and like making a deal and stuff like that and it's like oh yeah like i was really behind it yeah. like all right all right we'll see how this goes mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm excited for it oh, yeah. so, so well, again guys uh when this episode this episode will premiere this wednesday of next week mm-hmm so that means, yeah, this Friday, when you when this episode's aired, if you guys are listening to it, this Friday we'll be posting what our experience is during the Mortal Kombat. Before we go see the Mortal Kombat movie and what we think after. If you guys check it out, uh, go to our Instagram. We are going to be doing an Instagram live just before the movie starts, mm-hmm. you know, getting some like cool features, like yeah. maybe us walking in, getting our snackies. Our snackies. <laughs> giving some uh, quick ideas of what exactly we want, and then maybe just like a quick uh, Instagram live of like what happens at the end. It's not a bad idea to actually do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, Instagram or Facebook Live. So we'll 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 keep you guys posted. Stay in tune. Go ahead and go to the Instagram to make sure that you guys follow, mm-hmm. and uh, so that way you can get uh, you can know as soon as we go live what that. Uh, just letting you guys know, it will be late though. It's at yeah. ten thirty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Just look up Keeping Up with the Nerds. Nick, 
has been hard at work at the website. It is yes. almost published and done. We just so, got to finish stuff at our, yeah. our end. Yeah, the, it's the it's the worst thing in the world when I send group texts and I just go, all the website needs is text. And they were just like, what do you mean by text? <laughs> and then I show this? it, and then I show it to them, and they're like, "Oh, you mean text? Oh, I get what you mean." <laughs> so find us on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, uh, website will be coming up soon. It'll be keepingupwiththenerds.com, and we will be posting that on our socials when it is going live. We also have a Facebook, so if you currently have a Facebook, you know, if you still have one, look us up, Keeping Up with the Nerds, like and follow there, so you guys can keep posted on everything that goes on. Renee does a great job in the social media department in terms of advertising things when they come up. So hit us a follow over there, give us a like, and share if you guys like what you guys heard over here. We also have a YouTube channel. Go and subscribe, Keeping Up With The Nerds. We're currently at 45 subscribers. We wanna keep growing to 50, that is our next goal. Then we're aiming to the moon at 100. But we'll keep growing more, that's what we want. Subscribe to our channel there. We post weekly videos. Uh, right now, we're currently doing the Falcon and the Winter Soldier stuff, but we will be doing more things as we go on. We're working on some shorts, some little skits here and there. Uh, advertisement for the channel will be up soon. I have the video already done. It's going to be in one of the Falcon Winter Soldier videos, so that will be presented there. Um, but yeah, with that said, I think we can go ahead and wrap this issue up, right? Absolutely. Yes. All right, it's my turn to wrap it up, yes, right? It is. Oh my god, I completely forgot through this whole thing, so now <laughs> I actually have to like look, open this, and like do this da, stuff. Ba, da, ba, da, da. <laughs> Got it. Okay, okay. So, being prepared. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Thank you, citizens, for listening to this issue of Keeping Up with the Nerds Variety Hour. I'm your host, Brian Renee. Coming to you from 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, recording at Undercity Comics. We thank you, citizens, once again, and hope to see you all next time. <laughs>